0: Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have to admit, it's been over a month since I've recorded an episode for this podcast. Everything has been pre recorded, and I still have, I believe, two or three more guest episodes that I've pre recorded as well that will come out. However, I did feel the need to release this episode first. As you can tell by the title, it is about healing after heartbreak. If that sounds familiar, it's because I made a video all about that over a year ago when I was dealing with my last breakup. This topic was actually on my list already of podcast episodes to make. Now, with a new recent breakup, I wanted to give myself a few weeks, months to heal before discussing the topic all over again because I learned a few new tricks and things that have helped me and experienced heartbreak all over again, but, you know, in a very different way. And we're going to get into that completely in this episode. Before we get started though, housekeeping, of course, just make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, favorite it, leave a five-star review. All of this does really help me as a creator. I also have listener support set up on Anchor. This is kind of like a monthly subscription. You can choose how much to subscribe for, $1, $5, something like that. And this goes to production just to help me create better content for you. And it's a great way to show your support if you can, especially during this time, you know, if you're looking for someone to support who has a small business, this is a great way, listener support. The links to this is in the description of the podcast and you can also find it on my anchor profile as well, which is how I release these episodes. The last thing is I do have a Instagram for this podcast. It's up underscore pod on Instagram. It's where I post the quotes from episodes as well as highlighting each guest that I have on as well. So it's another great way to get involved and make sure that you're up to date and see what's up with this podcast. That being said, I am not alone when I say that during quarantine, a lot of podcasters have noticed a decrease in listeners. I think this is very common because a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're commuting on their way to work. I personally loved to listen to podcasts when I would go to the gym and work out. It passed time quickly when I was listening to a podcast rather than music. And with everyone staying home these last few weeks, a lot of podcasts, including my own, have noticed a immense drop of listeners. My listeners have dropped in half basically since before quarantine had begun. So because of that, I just want to say thank you to those that are still listening. I really do appreciate you. I notice it. I see you. And I just want to say thanks. Okay, now that I have covered all of that, let's get into how I'm doing post-breakup and how I have healed once again. I think it's episode 9 or episode 8, maybe 10, a few episodes ago. I talk about how my boyfriend and I broke up during quarantine. I think it was the second day of quarantine for me. He broke up with me. Now, it's been over a month since that has happened, and I feel ready to talk about it and discuss kind of the healing parts of going through a breakup, because obviously the biggest thing with a breakup is that it takes time. Healing takes time. You know, to heal a wound, you have to stop touching it. It's one of my favorite quotes. But to kind of contradict that, healing is not linear. So even if it takes time, Months can go by of you feeling great, you know, doing really well, and then something can hit you. A song, a gift from a previous holiday, like a thought, a memory, and suddenly it hurts again. And this goes beyond breakups to mourning and anything that you're going through. It is not linear. You can have great ups and downs, but it'll fluctuate. And I've kind of always known that. And I can speak from such experience with another breakup that I had a few years ago that, you know, I could feel really, really great. And then a few months could go by and I would really miss him. Even recently, I questioned whether or not I was even over something because it had entered my mind yet again years later. And I was like, what is happening? But I just think it all goes back to the fact that healing isn't linear and, you know, it's okay to expect that. It's very normal, but healing also takes time and it will get better the more days that pass. I had a unique breakup experience this time because I, I don't know if I have hinted at this or said it publicly anywhere yet, but this was our fourth breakup. Yeah. So at this point, nothing really surprised me. You know, when it happened, it happened. I was more angry than anything else. And this was the first time that I didn't cry when it happened. I accepted it. I was a little mad, but I moved on very quickly. I'm not saying I moved on to somebody else because I've made that mistake before and that did more harm than good. So at least we're learning from our mistakes. Uh, But this time, you know... It was sad. I felt like I had a right to be sad for losing um, that person in my life and the memories. But I will always have those memories and I will always have, you know, good moments to look back on. I think it's very telling, though, when I was broken up with and felt nothing. I think it was very clear that we were both over it, or so I thought. I mean, I was. Um, and I was ready to move on. I think what really happened, or at least like struck a chord, is one of those breakups, he said something very hurtful to me that you can take back, but it still was said. And I never really let that thought out of my mind. And I felt like every time we had a breakup and got back together, my heart was just in it less and less until I was no longer in it at all. And so when we broke up and i was quarantined in my apartment alone i was really nervous with how my body and mind would react how i would do because i was stuck alone in my apartment dealing with the breakup and a pandemic but surprisingly i was able to drown myself in work really quickly i went on runs every day i binged a few shows. I felt fairly normal. In fact, I would often forget that we broke up or that I was dealing with it. Sure, the first week hurt because I missed him and it was weird not talking to someone that you talked to every single day of your life. So that was definitely hard, but the deeper emotions just didn't hit as hard as before when we would break up or when I would go through a breakup in the past something that I wrote on my bathroom mirror, which by the way, if you follow me on Instagram or YouTube, I'm a huge fan of this. Give me a tube of lipstick and I'll be writing quotes on my mirrors for days. But something that I wrote on one of my mirrors in my bathroom when we broke up was, you were okay without him and you will be okay without him again. And it was a great reminder for me to see when I would get ready or take a shower or brush my teeth before bed. And it yeah, it's true. You know, you were okay before he came into your life, and you're going to be just fine now that he's out of your life again, you know? And that helped me a ton. Healing after heartbreak, there is no like direct path to healing. You know, people heal in so many different ways, and it takes time, some longer than others. There are also stages of grief, you know, with a breakup, and I feel a little bit like I'm still stuck in the anger part because I'm still very angry at him, like more so by the fact that, uh, more by the way that he went about it. I am in fact so angry I don't even want to give him this platform to like talk about it, um, but he broke up with me over text during quarantine and that is just like something that, Is not okay and he said he would never break up with me over text and yet here we are so I'm more upset with how that happened and I'm even angrier at how a week or so later he is begging to come over upset because he misses me and it's like this is very predictable and it's like this is predictable it's sending mixed messages I'm over it and it makes me upset so I'm more so just angry at his behavior and actions rather than, like, sad at the relationship. And if anything, it just highlights that this is the right decision and I need to move on. I didn't want to, like, completely trash him in this episode, but it's hard when I think I am still going through a, you know, stage in healing. I remember when an ex of mine broke up. It's crazy because I think the lengths of these two relationships that i've been in like serious ones they both average at about two years long but the first one was so serious that it hurt so bad even though like there were ways to prevent it and i knew it was coming and it's just everything happened and i wasn't surprised and it hurt but i knew it had to happen that way and that healing took so long and it was hard and it was also the first time i was getting over someone that serious in my life it was hard giving up like plans for the future, you know? I had post-grad plans that only involved him and baby names and just what my life would have looked like. That was very difficult to comprehend that now the slate is clean and I don't know what my life will look like. However, this time around, it wasn't as serious, I guess. It was still serious, but I don't think I was in it as much. And part of me perhaps always knew that it wouldn't work out because we had so many challenges Brought into the relationship already, just with like opposing views and how he didn't want kids, and I did. Um, and that really should just seal the deal, you know, and be like, well, this isn't gonna work out, bye. But instead, we still dated, we dated for like a year and a half, and on and off a little bit, but. I think I had more of my guard up still because I knew that we were faced with so many challenges that if it were to work out, it would be difficult. And I didn't know if that was what I wanted. And it's also really hard for me to give up my independence. Even now, single, I don't want to waste any more time on a guy because I just want to focus on me. So I think that's saying something that I just need to be single for a while. I am hesitant to even announce that because last time I said that and I made a deal that I would be single for a year. It was like as soon as I said that into the universe, my ex showed up. Well, my boyfriend at the time, but like this guy showed up and I started dating him. And now that he's my ex, I don't want to say that I'm going to be single because I'm worried some other guy is just going to show up and I'll jump into that relationship. But you know, at the time when that happened, I talk about that in my YouTube video, Healing After Heartbreak, because I was still mourning a relationship and healing and working on me when i was given this opportunity to see someone else that i was interested in and i made him wait about a month before we actually started dating because i knew i wasn't ready for a relationship i didn't want to give up that freedom and i was worried about jumping into a new relationship if i wasn't ready because If I'm not ready and I jump into it, that can really damage that new relationship. And I didn't... It wasn't fair to him. It wasn't fair to me if I did that. So I really wanted to make sure that I was ready and my heart was in it completely before we started seeing each other exclusively. And when we did, I felt very recovered from my past relationship because I was focusing on this new person in front of me. And now that that person is gone, well, I should say... A few months or maybe a few weeks before we broke up, I felt like I wasn't over my previous relationship before him. Like those feelings started to trickle back in, even though at this point it was a year and a half after that previous relationship had ended. And I was very thrown off by this. I was very confused because here I thought I was over this person and why was he on my mind? Why did I miss certain things? maybe part of it is the fact that I hold on to everything and I have so many memories staring at me in the face being like, hey, remember me? And photos being like, hey, remember when you were happy? And especially with Instagram and Facebook memories, just showing you, you know, on this day, two years ago. So whenever a memory would pop up and I'd be like, oh yeah, back when I was happy or like with an ex, I don't think that it was necessarily that I wasn't over this person. I think it was more so that I was missing how that one person was treating me and being in love. I was missing feeling loved and in love with that person and because I was losing that feeling in my most recent relationship because we were fizzling out. And now that we are broken up, I no longer have those feelings about the XX, (laughs) if that makes sense to be vague without using names. So I think it had more to do with, oh, I'm just missing being in a, a more intimate and serious relationship with someone who I'm into. Um, And this is scary because you don't go into a relationship knowing this, seeing down the line that you're no longer as into it as you once were. I'm constantly terrified about this. I think Tessa and I even touch on this in the last episode, but how do I know who I'm, like, I'm going to love someone forever if you know, two years later, I feel differently. Like, it's, like, how do I know with the person that I'm going to marry that I just won't wake up someday down the road and no longer be in it? So, it is a fear, and I think I have a lot more learning to do, and who knows, maybe when the right person comes along, I will just know and not have that fear. Um, But, It has happened with other relationships, and it's kind of scaring me. (laughs) Um, But it's been over a month of being single. I feel really good. I don't really think about the breakup, and he, as my landlord, has to text me here and there. In fact, even today, I saw him working outside, pulling weeds and watering the yard, and Nothing in my stomach flipped. I felt normal. It felt the same like before we even started dating, so I think that's a really good sign because I was really worried about living where I live, knowing he lives here too. I've never had to be on good terms with an ex. I've never had to keep an ex in my life and have a platonic relationship with them. So this is new territory for me and I was kind of worried about it, but so far I think it's going to be okay. And what's actually motivating me and giving me hope with that is thinking about high school relationships and how if you date in high school, which I never really did, but I'm just saying if you did and you don't work out, then you have to still see that person at school every single day. So in my head, if 16-year-olds can do it and still focus on their education and have friendships and whatnot, then I can do it too. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you, and if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, Phone cases mugs socks like you name it that we have available for purchase I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise so definitely check it out I tried really hard to design something for everyone so there are a lot of options colors sizes styles we have pastels we have an after dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimal or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle, and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the breaking up merchandise at teespring.com/store/michaela-samantry or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup_podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too. So if you use the code up" in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it. So go check out my merch. I really wanted to focus on how healing isn't linear and share my own experience with how I thought I was over someone. And then like years later, I questioned whether or not I was And it made me wonder, you know, are we ever really over someone or will our younger selves forever like live inside of us and not be completely over? I don't know. I'm very, very like sentimental and nostalgic. And so I think I've said this before with like other boys in my life, but I talk about this a little bit in my getting over someone you didn't even date podcast episode. But I talk about how I think, you know, 19-year-old me will probably always love this kid that I was seeing at the time, even if I am completely over him now, and if today he is considered like a stranger to me because we are so much older. So I wonder if the same goes for all relationships. Will I ever completely be over someone, or will my past self always like have a little piece inside of me that cares for them? And maybe that's also just the compassion that we have, you know, the need to care for someone that you once cared a lot for. Um, But I feel like I can have that compassion and not not be over someone like I can heal. And that's why I wanted to talk about how this breakup was so different for me, because yes, it hurt, but I never cried. And that's what confuses me so much, because the first big breakup, oh my God, I was sobbing like, all day, all night, at work. My manager pulled me aside and I like powered through it and told her I wanted to still work because I needed the hours. And the first time, you know, my most recent ex and I broke up, I was crying a lot. The second time I was crying, the third time I was crying, and now the final breakup with him, I feel nothing. And it is the boy who cried wolf in a way because It's no longer a shock. It's no longer a surprise. He'll come running back to me, and lo and behold, he did, claiming that it was the biggest mistake of his life. Whether or not this is true, I couldn't care less. I care more about the inconsistency and how it messes with my mind, and it is, in a way, playing games with me, and it makes me angry. So I just wanted to talk about the differences between these heartbreaks and then also how I've healed through them because I had to go through a very unique experience this time of healing after heartbreak because I couldn't leave my apartment. So all that I could really do was distract myself with editing YouTube videos, watching YouTube videos, like watching Netflix shows reading i've read like four books in quarantine so far cannot stop hit me up if you need some book recommendations because i have been on a reading kick lately i've deep cleaned my entire apartment something really funny that i also did this next one's kind of funny and i guess i should have started this whole conversation with me saying how I also wanted to talk about what I've been up to during quarantine, but I kind of just dove in it. I feel like I started this episode in a million different directions. I had so much to say, and I'm also drinking wine, which should come as no surprise because I usually am when I record these episodes. But what was I saying? Oh, I was about to expose myself for something weird that I did during quarantine, um, but I even, I have a huge box of colored pencils, like it's in a shoebox basically, and it's just a ton of pencils. I use them for journaling and stuff like that. But these last like three days, I even went through and perfectly sharpened every single colored pencil that I own, which I own a lot. This took me a few days to get through because I don't have an electric sharpener. I was like doing it by hand. I actually got a blister on my finger, like that's how intense it was. But I've basically just done everything in this apartment to distract myself, to keep me busy. I started to propagate some more plants. If you don't know what that is, basically you take off a piece of your plant as close to the root as possible and you put it in water and then you have a second plant, basically. Well, it takes a while, but once it's in water for a long time, roots will start to grow and you'll have a second plant to pot. So I've been multiplying my plants and really just doing anything and everything that I have been putting off in this apartment. Um, What else have I been up to during quarantine besides trying not to go crazy? I've been baking a lot, but who hasn't? I made these like power energy balls. Surprisingly, I had all the ingredients, you know, um, which is perfect during a time like this. And it made a perfect snack that kept me full. Basically, that's like a peanut butter ball full of like oats and grains and chia seeds and really good power foods. I am allergic to peanuts, so I made mine with sunflower nut butter, chia seeds, hemp seeds, oats, chocolate chips, honey, vanilla. That might be it, but yeah, you basically just put that in a bowl and mix it all together and put it in the fridge, and oh my god, after a few days, it tastes like it tastes like you're eating chocolate chip cookie dough but you're actually eating something that is so healthy for you and it keeps you full and energized so i made those i'm about to make some more banana bread but i'm waiting for the bananas to ripen just a little bit more i'm trying not to turn into like a couch potato and just watch a ton of tv every single day i'm worried that I'm actually losing circulation in my feet because I've been sitting down so often. Like I've been getting these weird pains in my legs, man, I don't know, and my feet have been turning blue every time I sit down, so I'm getting a little nervous and turning into a hypochondriac with that. But to balance that, I have been doing yoga every single morning. Well, morning for me is like 3 p.m., but I've been doing yoga every day before going on a run I went on a lot of runs at the start of quarantine, as you may remember from my vlogs if you watched them, but running on paved streets, it is so hard on my joints, and I remember this from before when I used to go on runs a long time ago. I was a lot younger, and I hate that I even have to say that because now when I try to go on runs, it hurts my body, and I actually had really bad um, joint pain, ankle pain, knee pain. I couldn't do it anymore. So I gave myself a few weeks off to heal and then I found this awesome grassy field near my apartment. It's used as a soccer field during the school year, but since everyone is at home right now, no one has been using this field. So I've been doing sprints back and forth on this field and I have my phone in my leggings. So today I sprinted back and forth for 2.3 miles, which is almost as much distance as I would do on a treadmill. Um, so that felt really good. Exercise has been such a great escape, like especially trying to go through this breakup, like being able to run it out. It helps me get so much anger that I have at him out. So I highly recommend just running as fast as you can if you are dealing with something. I know it's corny and cliche, and I think everyone has seen it in like some dramatic teen flick or TV show, but it works. Other than that, I've tried to keep everything pretty normal. Lucky for me, you know, YouTube, podcasting, everything I do on my computer, that has stayed the same. It's more so just my hours have shifted because I have adjusted to going to bed at sunrise, basically, and sleeping in until two. So, I need to fix that somehow. What's interesting though, and if you're a creator, you may have noticed this as well, is that CPMs are so low right now. Mine has dropped like $6 at least. I don't want to give away exactly how much, but... It's about $6 less than what it was a month ago. And I know it's because of everything going on in the world. You know, advertisements right now just are not putting aside as much money as they once were to ads. So that being said, I'm making less off of my content. I shouldn't let it get to me, but when it's your job and when jobs are so crucial right now, it does get to me a little bit and it's frustrating because it's as if I got a lower pay rate. It's like, if you were doing the same job, and then suddenly your employer was like, "Great work, We love it. You're getting tons of views and engagement and you know, comments are great, but we're actually gonna pay you 650 less than we were before. But keep up the great work. Um, that's what it feels like. and it is discouraging because I want to remain consistent with my content and keep posting. and I have so many videos that I want to talk to you guys about. But part of me is like not as excited to upload because I'm making so much less off of it. And it's not about the money, but that money also is how I'm paying rent right now. So it is important, but I posted videos before I made a cent off of them and I will continue to do so whether or not the CPM goes up or down. But I've noticed that with my content lately. And if you also are a creator, I'm very curious if you have noticed this as well. Um, I've Googled it a few times and a lot of threads are talking about it. It's kind of unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, as states start to reopen within these next few months, things will return to normal or as normal as they can be at a time like this, but just know that I'm here for you if you need someone. I have all my socials listed in the description of this podcast episode, and I'm also really curious to know how everyone is doing right now. This is like a side note, I guess, but when I posted about my breakup in quarantine, I was very surprised by the feedback because a lot of people, especially on TikTok, who do not know me, came forward and said that their boyfriend also broke up with them during quarantine too. And even earlier today, I was watching a YouTube video of a YouTube friend that I watch. I will keep her name private just because I don't want to like expose her on this platform. But she talked about how she was going through a breakup right now in quarantine as well. And it's so crazy to me. Why is this such a hot commodity? Are people just at home by themselves thinking more than they were before and realizing that they don't want to be in a relationship? Or what's going on? Because there has been a peak and it's very weird to me. And I don't know if it has to do with Mercury being in retrograde until I think like March something. I don't know. I don't know, but. I do know that I'm not alone in this and a lot of people are going through a breakup in quarantine and it's very odd. I did not see that coming. So if you are also going through one, I am so sorry and you're not alone. I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I just wanted to really talk about how I've been doing and the breakup, you know, and what how I've been keeping busy in quarantine. Next week will be a guest episode, so stay tuned. I think we have some juicy dating stories in that. So I always love bringing on guests because it's really fun talking about boyfriends and having boy talk. I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm at a sleepover. Again, and it's like 2 a.m. and we're just talking about boys and our PJs, so it's really fun. Wow, I almost forgot since it's been so long since I've recorded an episode that I always end with a chosen quote, and I always post it on this podcast's Instagram as well, so definitely check it out there if you are not already following it. But today's quote is something I found at like 3 a.m. last night on Pinterest when I was looking for journal inspiration. It goes, People are afraid to make a change because they focus on what they have to lose instead of what they have to gain. I thought this was very fitting for today's episode because healing after heartbreak and getting over an ex, you know, it can be very difficult because you're focusing on what you're losing and I think that's so normal and Suddenly, your brain kind of turns into this like rose-colored glasses machine and you think about memories and how you're losing someone that you talk to every single day that you thought would be in your life forever. But it's also important to remember all that you have to gain out of this. You know, with every end comes a new beginning. You know, everything is cyclical. Everything has its season. I have a quote in my bathroom, actually, about how, you know, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And with relationships and dating, you know, that person, you're either seeing them for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. It's always good to remember that. But the quote was just so fitting because let's focus on what we have to gain instead of what we're losing. It's A great prompt if you journal to make a list of what you have to gain. A lot of the time, though, you may not even know what you're about to gain before you actually gain it. When I think about some of my success in life, I realize that I never would be at that point had I not gone through something difficult or it wouldn't have put me on the same path. Maybe I wouldn't have been as inspired to make it had I been in a previous relationship or, you know, there are so many factors to that you have something to gain from this and try to focus on that instead of feeling bad about what you're losing. I always believe that success is the best revenge. And that quote has also helped me through so much growing up. It has given me so much motivation. It really is. Success is the best revenge. So, focus on you. Focus on what you can change. Focus on being a better you and building or and doing whatever you've always wanted to do because now is the time but that's it for today's episode so thank you so much for listening and I'll see you I hope everyone is staying safe out there I'll see you next week with my new episode bye If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.